over 38 years, just recently passed the torch over to um, myself, and um, God just given us a fresh vision to relaunch the church as Passion Church, um, and to just have a focus be, you know, what our heart's desire is to see God's people passionate about his presence. And so that's who we are. That's what we're all about. That's why we're calling it Passion Church. And I'm going to talk a little bit about um, what passion means tonight and um, why God laid that on our hearts. And so, um, yeah, so we have a legacy of 38 plus years of ministry. Myself, um, surprisingly, you know, I have about 23 years under my belt. Um, and been doing this for a long time, um, but my husband and I went um, like four years ago and started a church in North Carolina and did that for about three years and as, as lead pastors, and um, I think God has just given us a taste and just helping us get um, our feet wet as far as pastoring goes, because um, I was assistant pastor for many years and we were youth pastors for 11 years. Um, and so um, it's just the direction God took us for a little bit to just get us um, acclimated to being pastors. And now we're back here and God has had me take this torch and just to carry on the ministry that God has called our family to do. And so we're excited about what God is about to do in this place. We're excited for this season that God has us in um, to fulfill the call of God on our lives and on the lives of people he sends us. Amen. So. Passion Church, it comes from this desire that we have, this passion that we have to see God's people strive after him and after his presence. Um, if you know anything about this church, um, you know, we've been around face creation for 30 plus years. However, like I said, we're going to relaunch in October as Passion Church. Um, but we are a ministry founded upon the word of God. You're not going to hear anything but the word of God. No, you know, idea. I mean, obviously God helps us to relate that to, you know, everyday living, but it's just the firm foundation is the word of God. You know, that's what we're going to preach. You're not going to hear anything but the word of God. I, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. If you've heard Pastor Ted Rouse, you know, I'm preaching lots of words just like he does. Um, and just move by the spirit of God. A ministry moved by the Spirit of God. You can't lock in a, a back room, the Holy Spirit, because he is the power and presence of God himself. And so we're all about the Holy Spirit here. Um, we're about, you know, speaking in tongues, um, the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. Um, we're not going to hide the Holy Spirit. If he wants to move, he wants to heal people, he wants to set people free in a service, we're going to let him do that. Um, and so, yeah, we're all about the Holy Spirit of... Uh, Ministry founded on the word and moved by the spirit of God is just in a nutshell who we are. And, um, you know, we've seen God heal and deliver and save and set free for many, many years. And it's not going to stop now because God doesn't change. Amen. <laughs> um, so this is going to be that kind of church. We're a church founded on the word. We preach the word, nothing but the word. And we're moved by the spirit of God, a church that has passion. Amen. Passion, what is it? Passion is an intense desire or an enthusiasm for something. So I'm going to go down a list of things that this church, this body of believers is passionate about. Number one, we're passionate about his presence. Or you could say um, in James 4.8, he says, draw close to me and I will draw close to you. We're passionate about encouraging God's people to pursue God with their whole hearts. 
He tells us in his word, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. That's some passion to give God every single thing that you got. Every area of your life, he wants us to love him. And so we're encouraging God's people to have passion for the presence of God. The second thing we're encouraging is um, passion for his people. Well, it's not necessarily the second on the list, but it's one of the things we're passionate about is we have a passion for God's people. We have a passion to see and a passion and a compassion to see God's people come back to the Lord because so many people who love God or have loved God have fallen away from the Lord. And we are compassionate and we desire to see God's people restored. Amen? Amen. The Word of God, um, let's turn to Psalms 145 if you have your Bibles. Otherwise, you can just trust that I am, or you can get out your phones. I don't care. 145, um, verses 8 and 9, because I know the Bible's probably on the internet somewhere, but I'm old school a little bit. Verses 8 and 9 says this, the Lord is merciful and he's compassionate. He's slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone, and he showers compassion on all his creation. If that's who God is, then that's who we want to be. We want to be compassionate, and we want to be loving towards those who have fallen away. Um, I'm just reminded of the story of the prodigal son. You know, that was a perfect example of Jesus saying, you know what? You haven't gone too far for my love. So if someone's fallen away and someone's stumbling and falling in sin, if they want to head back towards God, God's going to welcome them back with open arms. We're not going to shun anybody. We're not going to reject anybody. We're going to love on people because that's how people are saved is by the love of God. Amen? And so we have a desire and a passion and a compassion upon those who are hurting, those who are lost, those who need help. Um, this, is the church, this is the church we want to be, is a people who are passionate about God's people. Um, now that leads us into having a passion to pursue the loss, or we could say the cause of Christ. Um, in Matthew 16, 15, the Lord tells us, go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, each one of us has a different world, don't we? You know, we can touch different people in our community, in our um, neighborhood, in our home, in our workplace. Each one of us have a different world and a different community that we can reach. And God tells each one of us, go out into your world and preach the gospel. Or go out and let your light shine before men so they may know my Father in heaven. This is something that we're going to encourage is that you go out and do the work that you're called to do. We're sent here to encourage the body of Christ. We have to do this too. But we're sent forth to encourage the body of Christ, build you up, strengthen you, help you to become bold, to go out there and do the work. To share the love of Jesus. To compel others to come in um, so that they can know you know, how awesome God is, and they can understand and know his presence. Amen? Um, So we have a passion for the lost or the cause of Christ. We also have a passion. um, Well, the Lord spoke to me this week. He says, we have a passion to pursue holiness. We have a passion to pursue holiness, not just to let anything slide because um, we don't want people to fall away. We don't want, you know, even though we're, we're loving and compassionate upon them, if they do stumble in sin, that's not what God wants for our lives. 
We are talking recently in this series that we're in right now about living a successful Christian life. And one of the huge keys to living a successful Christian life is to live to please God. And so that's the next step that we're doing this Sunday, actually, is living to please God. And so we are passionate about pursuing holiness and continuing to teach God's people how to walk holy as he is holy. Because the Lord told us, be ye holy as I am holy. Yes, we're made right in the sight of God because of the blood of Jesus Christ, but he also talks so much about obeying his word in order to please him. And so we encourage people to obey his word and to do his commands and to, um, you know, be holy as he is holy. Um, In Matthew 6.33, he encourages us, seek me first, seek my kingdom first and my righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. We can't just desire all the good things and all the blessings and all this without seeking him first and, he says, his righteousness. Living holy, living right before the Lord. So this is something as a body of believers, we're going to encourage people to live right. If we see someone stumbling, we're not going to point a finger, but we're going to pray for one another. We're going to build each other up. We're going to encourage each other to pick back up and start serving the Lord again because that's where the life of blessing is, is when you're serving God. He can cause all things to work together for the good to those who what? Love him. And the word of God says those who love him keeps my commands. So we're going to encourage people to live holy as he is holy. We don't want to just let people slide into sin because we don't want to see them lost. We want to see them blessed. That's when we're blessed is when we see you getting blessed. Amen? And so he says, seek ye first. In Second Chronicles 7.14, um, he says, um, let me see if I can say this right. You can turn there, but I don't, I'm not going to flip there right now. But he says, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and, listen to this, turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. This is something God wants to do in this last days. We are in the end times. We are in the last days. We want to be in a place filled with the Spirit of God, ready for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit of God. We want to be in a place that's living right so that we are, you know, vessels fit for his use. We want to be ready to be used by God. We want to be available for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and his power so that we can go out there with boldness and preach the word of God. Amen? And so we're going to pursue holiness here at this church. I'm not saying, you know, we're, we're perfect, you know, even though I am holy, I got the holy genes. My, that's my dad's joke. <laughs> he sounds like you're holy. But anyways, um, we're going to pursue this because it's what pleases God, and we want to be vessels fit for his use. And we're going to encourage others also because we want to see you fit for his use. We want to see you used by God. We want to see your life transform other lives. Amen? And so... We need to turn from all that. Live holy as he is holy. Um, We're passionate about his church. You know, I'm not just talking about um, these four walls, however we are. We're passionate about, you know, having a church and and having it excellent and and, um, doing the best we can do um, by, you know, keeping it up and, and, and running the facility and 
teaching God's people. We're passionate about his church, and we're passionate about encouraging others to work in the body. And to, to, you know, he says that we all work together, you know, one person's a hand, one person's a foot, one person's a head. We all can't function on our own, right? We need each other. And so as a body of believers, as a church, um, we're passionate about it and we're passionate about running it the way God wants it run. And I'm going to look at that real quick. Um, In Matthew 16, 18, the Lord says, upon this rock, I will build my church. So how are, if, If we're passionate about his church, the main thing that we're going to build this church upon is the rock of Christ Jesus. Jesus is the chief cornerstone in Ephesians 2, 19 and 21. Um, The Lord talks about Jesus being the chief cornerstone or the firm foundation, you could say. He's what we build our lives upon as a church. You know, he's, he says he's the only way, the only truth, and the only life. No man can come to the Father except through Jesus. So this is what we're going to preach, is we're going to preach Jesus. We're going to preach that you can only get saved through Jesus and that he's the foundation of this life that we live. What is a Christian? It's to be living a life that's Christ-like. Amen? And so this is what we're going to preach here. We have a passion for his church And then last but not least, we have a passion to see God's people grow up spiritually. We don't want a whole bunch of babies. We'd love for a whole bunch of babies to come in. We'd love for a whole bunch of new converts to come in and come and know the Lord. But we want to see you grow up spiritually. We don't want you to stay babies forever. Amen? We want you to grow up and grow strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and reproduce yourself, you know, Um, make disciples of men and, and mentor people and encourage others to live for the Lord. We're going to look at a couple of scriptures. Uh, First Peter two, two, he says, desire the sincere milk of the word, which is what we're going to preach here. The word of God that you may grow up spiritually so that you will grow into the full experience of salvation. So we're going to be preaching the word of God here. Why? Why do we preach the word of God? So that you can grow up and have the full experience of a Christian. So that you can walk fully in who you were called to be. And use fully the gifts that God placed on the inside of you. And so that's what we're all about. We're all about passionate about seeing God's people grow up spiritually strong. Um, in Psalms 92, 12 through 14, he says, The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like the cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age, and they will stay green and fresh. This is what we want for everybody here, young to old. You should be producing fruit. For the kingdom of God. You should be um, continually, no matter what your age, continually growing up in the Lord. How many of you know there's always more to know about God? There's always more to know about God. None of us have reached this ultimate limit, you know, of what you could walk in the fullness of his power. There's always more power. There's always more anointing. There's always more knowledge about the word of God. He's just always unfolding himself to us. And so we want to encourage that. We want to encourage you to grow in the Lord. We want to encourage you to, to um, meditate on the word as it's preached and, and um, just grow up in the Lord and grow in the knowledge of him. And so this is what we want for this church is, 
to encourage God's people to receive the word of God and put it into action and grow up spiritually. Amen? Let's turn to Ephesians 4. I mean, just in a nutshell, I'm just laying it out there. This is what we, this is what we want for God's people that he sends us, so... Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 16 says this. My Bible's ripped. (laughs) I I use this passage a lot, apparently. Um, Let's see if I can remember it. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue till we all come to such a unity in our faith of the Son of God, and we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And there's a little part... um, taken out of my Bible right there. Um, A dog ate it. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, We'll speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of this body, the church. He makes us, the whole body, fit together um, to work, and it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. As you can see, God is very determined that we will continue growing in the Lord. And it takes the whole body to fit together and to encourage each other and to grow in love. And also, we recognize that we don't have every single gifting. I'm not a pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist. You know, I'm not all those things. I do have... Um, more than just one anointing. I know that I prophesy, and I know that I preach the word of God, and I'm a pastor, but I'm not, um, per se, right now, anyways, an evangelist. I'm not necessarily a prophet. I'm not, you know, there's certain things that I know that I am not. So we're going to bring the different giftings in there, because God has sent prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the edification, the building up of the body of Christ. And so we want to see you grow as much as possible. So we're going to bring in other um, gifted ministers who are going to be able to operate in those different giftings to see you grow up as much as you possibly can in the Lord. Amen. And so we strive here as a church to see God's people grow up. We're passionate about that. It's a goal. This is something strong that the Lord has laid on my heart. So you're going to see more guest ministers, not because I don't love preaching, because I do. And I hope you like it. (laughs) But we want to see you grow as much as you possibly can. Amen. As well as, you know, ourselves. We we want to grow too. Um, As a body of believers and um, as a church, we strive for unity and community. There's going to be opportunities for, um, you know, the body of Christ to come together and also to work in the community and to see um, God show the love of Jesus through you, through your hands, through um, different activities we've been talking about. They're already on the schedule for, um, you know, the upcoming holidays and things like that to show the love of Jesus Christ, and also to share the love of Jesus Christ. Unity and community as a body of believers. We want to strive as a body of believers and as a church for excellence, you know. Um, Everybody knows me. Um, Everybody who's close to me knows it's a challenge for me to be somewhere on time. 
if you don't know that about me, you don't, you're not really, really close to me. <laughs> but um, that's a challenge for me. And so, um, you know, everyone's always like looking at their watch and all the ushers come down to the worship team because we're down there praying and it might be like two minutes too and they're like letting us know, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. So we're up here on time. Um, so anyways, we strive for excellence. We're striving as a body and as a team to usher in God's presence to usher in God's glory. We want to see God's manifest presence and glory in this place. We want to make an atmosphere, create an atmosphere where God has the total liberty to move in a way he wants to move, to do what he wants to do, to say and minister to hearts and lives however he wants to minister. Amen? And so, you know, with 20 plus years, we can recognize God's presence on a song. And if God's presence is on a song, we'll continue that song. If, if God is showing me, you know, a vision of people being healed, then we'll, I'll have that lineup of people who need healing. You know, um, so God does lead and guide and direct us. And we're totally open to the manifestations of the Spirit of God in that way. Um, we desire the manifest presence of God and his glory. Amen. Amen. We desire for him to pour out his spirit in this place. And we desire for God to give you opportunities to be used by him. A huge passion and desire of mine is to stir up the gifts of God within people. That's a calling that I believe I have in my life, is to stir up the gifts of God within people and see them used by God. It's not just about us, you know, running a church. It's about ministering to people to where they grow up into the knowledge of God of who they are and what they're called to do. So they're operating as a body, you know, as a hand, as a foot, you know, whatever function you have in the body, that you should be walking in the fullness of it. Amen? So we're a body of believers teaching nothing but the uncompromised word of God, um, open to the gifts and manifestations of the spirit of God, because God has not changed. Hebrews 13, 8, he says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and, for, um, today and forever, and he was operating in the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit when he was walking the earth, and so we believe he hasn't changed, and so we believe he's still speaking by his Spirit, amen? That the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, healing, deliverance, all that has not passed away just because Jesus passed away. It didn't not, not fall away when the disciples, the last one died. We're still here, hey? We're, we're the disciples, we're the disciples. We're followers of Jesus Christ. And he says the greater one lives on the inside of us. He says he was the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And so you and I are to walk in the fullness of the Spirit of God and see God work in and through us. Amen. We long as a body of believers to um, bring fellowship and community and unity among not just our body, but the body of Christ. And so that's why we have School of the Spirit. That's one of the things that God has opened up to us. God has also laid on my heart for the spring to have a women's conference, not just for our church, but for the body of Christ. Um, and so this is just something that is on our heart to bring together a unity to the body of Christ as a whole, not our church, but the body, just from every, you know, tongue, tribe, denomination, every church in the surrounding areas to come together and have a unity where the Spirit of God can move and speak and touch hearts and change lives in a way um, where, you know, where the spirit of unity is, the Holy Spirit can move with such liberty. And we've been seeing that time after time, month after month at School of the Spirit because it's a collaboration of churches coming together from all over the city um, to worship God because we all worship 
the same God. If you're saved, if you are a Christian, we're all worshiping Jesus. And so it's just a, such a powerful thing to come together with the body of Christ in unity. And that's what we desire to see. Um, some things to think about. If we see you grow, we'll be blessed. If we see you used by God, we'll be blessed. If we see your children, your family healed, delivered, saved, we'll be blessed. These are the things that we want to see happening in this church. Amen? Um, if we see the Spirit of God move in your home, your life, your family, or through your life or your family, we'll be blessed. That means we're doing our job. If nothing's happening among you and you're not being used by God, you're not being encouraged, you're not being lifted up, you're not growing in the Lord, the gifts of the Spirit aren't starting to be stirred up on the inside of you, faith isn't coming because the Word isn't being preached, then we're not doing our job. But that's not going to happen because we're going to preach the Word of God. We're going to bring the presence of God. Amen. And we're going to allow the Spirit of God to move in a mighty and powerful way. Anything He wants to say, He can say in this place. Amen. What we want to be is we want to be a blessing to each and every person that God sends us into this place. Amen? So we will prosper when we see you prosper. And so if we're not doing our job, we're not going to be blessed. We're not going to be prosperous. But if we're doing our job and we're all producing fruit for the kingdom of heaven, each one of us, we're all going to be blessed. Glory to God. So I believe that as a church, it's our desire and it's our call um, to pour into the lives of each and every person that he sends our way, to pour into each and every person's life um, and to help them grow up spiritually, to stir up the gifts of God within them, um, to preach the word of God, to allow God's presence to touch them and their families. I want people to be excited because their families are coming to know the Lord. Because the presence of God is manifesting in their homes and people are getting healed and set free and delivered and saved. We want to see this happening in people's homes. And so that's what we're all about. Um, so I can, I'm going to invite the worship team back up here. I, this is just kind of a short little, you know, um, vision for you guys of what we're all about here. And you know, we're going to be launching this October 27th, and we want to encourage you to prayerfully consider if you feel like this is, you know, this is what I believe. This is what I want for my family and for me. I want to grow up spiritually. I want a place that is, you know, founded on the word and moves by the spirit of God. Um, you know, we're starting, we're kind of like restarting. We're starting over. We're starting with, you know, a fresh vision, and um, we continue to have a vision to pursue it and um, press forward to what God has for us ahead. Amen? And so if you want to join with us and you would like to be a part of that vision, this, I want to encourage you tonight, um, just make that decision in your heart, and we want to welcome you um, to this body of believers, and um, I want to encourage you to get involved. You can sign up in the sign-up sheet in back if you want to become a part of this body and you want to get involved right away with the upcoming launch, then we want to encourage you to sign up in the back, and we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you be a part of this body of believers. Um, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to, we have some needs for, for the upcoming launch. We have, um, my sister just made 